We're going to go ahead and get started, folks. Uh, welcome to our Google Cloud Hangout. We're talking about EXP Explored and Explained today. I'm excited. My guest, the president of EXP Realty, Jason Guessing, is joining with joining us uh, for this uh, hangout. Uh, how you doing, Jason? Doing great, Brad. How are you, sir? I'm doing awesome, and thank you again. I know we've had the chance to, to meet a few times and do these hangouts. Uh, they've been special. They've been fun, and uh, I'm excited that we've had a, a chance now to invite our EXP family and friends from the industry to join us. So I'd like to kick off right away by just starting off with one of the questions I get on a daily basis, Jason, and that is, what is the most compelling feature of VXP model? Uh, would you share, in your opinion, what you believe is the most compelling feature of the model? You bet. And uh, so my opinion, of course, because I think it's going to be different for everybody, everybody who's either with us and on the call here today, or anybody who sort of finds one uh, particular part of the model appealing to them most. But for me, uh, it it's really boils down to this concept of agent ownership. And this is something that we've uh, embraced and implemented and really pushed since October of 2013. And it's really in recognition of the fact that whether you're with an independent brokerage, you're with a franchise, uh, or with your uh, a single company that's located in multiple different markets, the most valuable asset of that brokerage, and don't let anybody ever tell you differently, is the agents and brokers who are actually out there. They have the credibility with the consumer. They're establishing the relationships. And in return, uh, they're bringing in revenues into the office. And so without the agents, a brokerage is nothing. There really is nothing to it. And so EXP as a company, and, and it really comes down to every last one of the thousand plus people who are with us now, we believe uh, that agent ownership is the way in which uh, the business ought to be conducted. And it has a profound impact, not just uh, in terms of the, the tangible interest, right? The shares uh, that our agents are able to earn, and we'll, I'm sure, get into that. But uh, it really impacts the way in which we approach the business, because now you have people who want nothing more than to see you succeed. And it doesn't matter where you're located. You can be located in the town right next door. You can be located 3,000 miles away. But their successes are your successes, and your successes are their successes. And it fundamentally changes the entire culture. It changes the approach to the business. And we think it really creates a very vibrant and collaborative community, particularly when in combination with everything else that we do and the way in which we do it, uh, i.e. Uh, the cloud campus. So speaking of that, I had just written a blog post on Active Rain on what is a cloud brokerage. And I actually can see some of the folks are here in the session today. Can you give us a, a little kind of your opinion and, and what you see is what is a cloud brokerage? Well, I think maybe the easiest way uh, to answer that question is to back into it by, by describing uh, what it is not, right? And I think that for a long time now, for a number of years, agents have uh, become familiar with this idea of a virtual brokerage. And the virtual brokerage, uh, in, in some respects, is born out of this relationship between revenues and expenses, and how can you trim the expense side in order to increase profits? Uh, however, when we come to think of virtual brokerages, typically we're thinking about somebody who largely is in isolation as an agent, despite whatever their personality uh, disposition might be. They may love working with people. They may love being around people. But uh, in a virtual brokerage, typically they're going to be working by themselves uh, and they're going to um, not be able to access uh, staff who they know personally. They might be faxing paperwork in or emailing it to somebody whose name they don't know and who they're never going to meet. Uh, in contrast, and I think anybody who's on the call who's part of the company today will tell you, that our company, you know, it's a very, very collaborative place. There are real relationships that are born on our cloud campus. Avatar to avatar conversations translate into real life relationships and uh, conversations that continue when we see each other in real life. 
Uh, and so it, it's diametrically opposite. I mean, when we start talking about professional development, and I know we're going to, I mean, we're providing somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 30 hours each week of live instruction uh, to our agents and brokers. That's two-way communication. That's working together, rolling up your sleeves and trying to figure out what techniques are going to work, how to use the systems that we make available and what the uh, next best thing might be and taking a look at it together and evaluating it to see if we can help build our businesses uh, even further. I, I noticed there was a, a, a press release that went out today. And so one of the things that I think is important for those people who might be a guest or were sponsored into this Google Hangout today, can you talk a little bit about the history behind eXp as a company? Yeah, sure. And before I do that, you mentioned the press release. So today was a good day for, for agent ownership. And in fact, it's been a great year uh, for agent ownership. And so uh, we were uh, uh, able to file our annual report today as a company. Our revenues for the year were up 71%. Uh, the fourth quarter alone of last year was up 80% revenues were uh, in relation to a year ago. Our agent count in 2015 was up 84%. Uh, we just added our thousandth uh, agent uh, into the organization uh, at the end of February. More important than those numbers, though, really are the, the caliber of the people who are joining us uh, you know, into the organization. Um, and I think that really speaks to, uh, you know, these are, these are entrepreneurial uh, professionals. These are people who are committed to taking their business to another level. They understand their value in the marketplace. And despite all the clamor about the irrelevance of the agent or the fact that the agent is no longer going to be necessary in five years or 10 years because of technology, they understand their role in the process. They understand uh, their value as a local expert. Uh, they know they're going to remain relevant. They're committed to remaining relevant. And uh, they see AXP as a place where we can uh, together uh, work to identify the tools and systems that are going to help them uh, remain most relevant and uh, identify ways in which they can add value to that consumer experience. Love it. Great stuff. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the discussion uh, around growth and expansion. What kind of people uh, are being attracted right now, in your opinion, to eXp Realty's model? Well, anecdotally, I mean, you, you can you can take a look and see just some of the people who've joined us in the last uh, the last 12 months, and, and whether it's in Austin, Texas, or San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, Southern California, in uh, parts of Los Angeles. We are now one of the fastest growing brokerages in a number of different markets, and we're attracting people who are tops in their area. We have uh, one of the top, top teams in the Madison, Wisconsin region that uh, is with us today. So these are people that are high performers. Uh, they, they rec again, not to be redundant, but they recognize their value. They think that they can build an asset around it, they, and they, they understand that they, that is the value, that they are the person uh, that really is is the, the key to uh, consumer satisfaction in the uh, relationship, and uh, they're they're really committed to building a business here, and they want to build their ownership in our enterprise as well. And so there's a number of different ways in which uh, they can do that. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the traditional brokerage model and the unique EXP model. Um, can you discuss that that kind of paradigm shift, if you would? Um, yeah, so let me, you know, let's go back and talk a little bit about about the history because I think it's helpful and, and and frankly because there's no way for me uh, to talk about the company without talking about its founder and that's Glenn Sanford, uh, remarkably bright. Uh, he he's the reason why I'm here. Uh, but more than anything, I think everybody who's listening ought to know that he is one of the most modest and humble and approachable uh, people I've ever met. And uh, he, he wants to be a true partner and mentor to anybody who's looking for assistance. Uh, he got into the uh, industry, I think, a, a little bit un unwillingly, had to be really incentivized. And I think uh, for him, he recognized long before many did uh, the impact of the Internet and uh, the ability to generate online leads using it 
uh, back in the year 2000. So he went on, he was the rookie of the year at his Prudential office. He went on to grow, uh, excuse me, joined one of the largest companies in the industry, had great success there. And then he branched out on his own and formed a company called Buyer Tours Realty, which was a traditional model, uh, you know, heavy in the online lead generation, uh, provided buyer tours to consumers, something of value whenever they had an inquiry or interest in a particular property, but it had all of the trappings that were associated with traditional brokerage, right? It had rent, it had cam charges, uh, it had utility bills, it had pay, uh, phone systems, it had staff that had to answer the phones, it had office furniture, it had photocopiers, toners, magazine subscriptions, all of the things that you might find in a traditional model. And uh, in 2007 and 2008, when the market really began to suffer, uh, you know, sellers couldn't sell, buyers couldn't get financing, uh, those revenues that agents were generating, they slowed down, but those expenses weren't going away. And Glenn at the time came in and he said to his staff, he recognized that the technology existed then where you could have all of the training, all of the socialization, all of the collaboration, all of the mentoring uh, that agents have come to uh, enjoy and embrace and, and use in their traditional office experience. But you could have that without the traditional office, without those expenses, and you could have it in a way so that now, not only could agents who were the same zip code collaborate with one another and share and learn from each other, uh, but agents who are in Massachusetts can learn with agents in California who can share things with people in Texas and sit across uh, the table from folks who are in Oklahoma. And that really, I think, uh, is when EXP was born in October of 2009. Uh, in 2011, we were nominated in the category of most innovative brokerage by Inman News. Uh, Glenn himself has been uh, recognized on a number of different occasions. And then in 2011, we were also featured for the first time in the uh, annual Swanepoel Trends Report. And for those who uh, perhaps are not familiar, Stefan Swanepoel is widely recognized, I think, as one of the foremost uh, authorities on real estate trends in the industry. He's been following them for a number of years, now decades. And in 2011, he recognized EXP as one of a handful of companies that really uh, was approaching the business in a way that recognized the fundamental shift that the or the paradigm shift, as you say, that the industry was beginning to experience, not just in terms of the relationship between revenues and expenses in a depressed market, but also the profile of the consumer. The consumer used to come and they used to beg for the agent's time. They call, they come down with pizza, they come down with a breakfast sandwich, whatever it was, just so they could get 10 minutes of their time uh, with the agent because the agent had the information and the information was the commodity and nothing else had uh, equivalent value. But now, of course, uh, the consumer has, is on the same playing field practically as the agent in terms of information. They know exactly what a house sold for. They know what they want to pay for it. Uh, they know that they want to replace tile in the upstairs bathroom because they don't like the color. Uh, all of these things uh, have now uh, changed the industry completely. And so you need to go out and you need to go and find the business in new and innovative ways. You need to find it online because they're not coming down with the pizza anymore. Uh, and you need to find new ways to add value to uh, the experience. So when we start talking about the paradigm shift, and I see you've got the slide up here, uh, you know, we're not alone. And this industry is not alone. We've seen Radio Shack go out of business, Circuit City, uh, all in favor uh, as well as pay less shoes that you've got up there, but all in favor of an experience that the consumer appreciates and values more and that's going to save them money and save them time. And so uh, in 2013, if we keep focusing on the slide, uh, the Swanepoel Trends Report came out again, and it uh, had a chapter towards the end that was called the Real Estate Office of the Future. And in it, it described three different models, uh, three different options for brokerage owners who wanted to remain in the business and who wanted to uh, succeed and really thrive going forward. Uh, the first of these was uh, what was called the big box model. And I think it was best uh, described as a large physical footprint, lots of space, uh, lots of agents, lots of people in it. You infuse it with great culture, 
Uh, everybody's got a desk and they're going to pay some fees for desks and other services. And if you get enough people in there and, and the culture is strong enough, you're going to do very, very well. And uh, an example, I think the example given of that uh, uh, model was uh, Keller Williams. And on the retail side, there was an analogy drawn. I think it was uh, with Target Superstores. And in between, uh, or, or the next model that was described was the real estate cafe style model. And it uh, called for a smaller physical uh, space, not a place where agents had dedicated desks per se, but more of a drop-in, plug-in, uh, meet with somebody if you need to. But for the brokerage owner, you're still really tied to that physical location, right? So you're going to draw from a talent pool that might be 10, 15, 30, 50 miles uh, from around the actual locus of the office. Uh, on the industry side, there were several examples given, one of which I believe was Remax of Canada. And on the retail side, uh, there was a comparison drawn with uh, Starbucks. And then the last example was uh, the pure cloud uh, brokerage option. And EXP Realty was the only uh, company that was held out as the pure cloud play. And on the retail side, uh, there was a comparison drawn between our company and Amazon.com. And so uh, we were, of course, very excited at the time to be included in the company of uh, such other great uh, industry leaders. Uh, but also uh, really we're excited because we like to think to some extent that we're doing for, uh, for real estate uh, what uh, Amazon has done for books and records. You know, you're explaining a lot of the huge benefits of, of the cloud brokerage. Can you touch on just a, a little bit on the EXP education and training that's available to all the agents and broker owners? Yeah, I'd love to. So a couple things. One is that I've, I've been like continually amazed since uh, long before 2005 at just how generous people in this industry are, right? If they know something, they want nothing more than to be able to share it. And they're, 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 it's, it's amazing to me. I've never seen anything quite like it. They're, they're happy to do it. And our company is no different. And so from the very beginning, there's always been an emphasis on professional development. How you, how you go ahead and you generate business, how you add value to that consumer experience. And a lot of that was filled in, a lot of our education calendar was filled in by people like David Harbour uh, and others who would come in, Jim Girard, and teach classes on things uh, you know, that really, uh, you know, they had become very, very familiar with and put to good use in building their business. With David in particular, it was the implementation, how to use video uh, in your business. And so uh, we've had classes all along on a number of different topics. Uh, I would say that um, if, if you don't mind, back in uh, January 1st of 2015, when you joined us, Brad, I think your commitment over the course of the last three decades uh, with a number of different organizations, Active Rain University, uh, Zillow Academy, uh, First American Title, and then us, um, you, you know, you have dedicated your entire career to trying to help agents really build their businesses and introducing them to tools and systems that they can leverage uh, in that effort. Uh, last fall, we had Vicki Bartholomew join us, and Vicki, in addition to having, uh, you know, an incredible background in terms of building uh, market centers, uh, gaining great market share in her own personal production and business, uh, has really been working hard to develop programs and curricula for our agents so that there is something for them at whatever level of their career they might be, whether they're new, mid-level, uh, top producing, uh, that will really help them get to the next level too. And the exciting thing about it is, is we continue to add good people, you know, who are located maybe in Oregon or Florida, all over the place. With the cloud campus, we have this centralized stage, right? On our eTech campus, we have this centralized stage where we can bring all of those people together. They can reach a larger audience. They can help more people. They can share with more people what it is that they know. 
uh, and they don't have to go anywhere to do it. So uh, that's really exciting. I know it's a lot of what you, you know, your vision with RE Tech Campus uh, and the idea that we ought to open up our campus, open up our environment to people, regardless of their brokerage affiliation, so that uh, they can participate in what we're doing, and we've been doing that. So uh, the commitment has been steady all along, and uh, it's exciting because I think we'll only continue to grow uh, with it as we continue to add uh, more and more people willing to share. Yeah, I, I love that. And one of the things I, I love the most about the company, and as you said, I've been with uh, EXP now for a year, uh, definitely one of the greatest companies I've ever worked for in the past three decades. And it really is primarily, um, I joined the company because of you and because of uh, Glenn Sanford, who I met in 2009 and got the chance to uh, do the first virtual walkthrough tour of the, uh, uh, the cloud network at that time. But can you tell folks a little bit about the support teams and staff that we have in place for, for our agents and brokers? Yeah, and I think, you know, people probably would assume that because of the way we operate, that maybe that's a little bit impersonal, but nothing could be farther from the truth. I mean, we are committed to making sure that our agents have a good experience. And we'll probably talk about that a little bit, a little bit more. It's really what drives us. And you're going to see that. It's reflected in the people who are part of the organization. Right now, we've got somewhere between 27 and 29 full-time employees uh, they're on the web development side, right? So for, for a very long time now, we have had what I, my personal opinion, uh, is one of the very best web development tech support uh, teams that exist within the industry. And they're on our campus. Uh, they're dedicated uh, to helping our agents. And we measure the satisfaction of our agents in terms of their interaction with that team and the level of support that they get. So if you're having a technology issue, if you're having a, a challenge with a, a website or you need some assistance with uh, digital marketing, you want to produce a flyer, um, you know, they are there and they're they're tremendous uh, on the transaction side. We're in uh, today 35 markets parts of Canada uh, Continuing to grow another different number of different states that are on the uh, horizon and we're able to staff all of the transactions across all of those markets uh, with eight very talented people. That's you know, that that's a team that's growing uh, but you start to think about that and if we were in a traditional model uh, we would need to have at least at least uh, a, a transaction staff person in each of those 35 different states and, and up in Canada. So uh, we're able to realize and recognize efficiencies uh, as a result of the technology, as a result of the way that we operate. That impacts the cost structure. That in turn creates additional opportunities uh, for agents. Uh, but we do it in a way that uh, the level of service that our agents receive, uh, we strive to make it the very best uh, that they could possibly get. And we think we're doing pretty well on that. I mean, if you're in a traditional model uh, and you've got a technology challenge, uh, you know, think about, uh, you know, what, what you might run into. Perhaps the person who is responsible for helping in that area is out to lunch. Perhaps they're not in that day. Perhaps they're helping somebody else. Uh, so it can be very challenging to get the support you need in a traditional model. Uh, and uh, we are nothing if not accessible, whether that's through our cloud campus or some other tools that we use like Voxer. Uh, so we, we really, uh, there's, there's tremendous support provided by our team. I should also mention our admin and finance team as well as our agent services team, the folks who really are committed to making sure that your experience at EXP is a positive one from the moment uh, you join. I love it. And I know that uh, some of our guests here were invited by other uh, EXP folks and, and they were sponsored into this hangout. Uh, what about the small brokerage, the mom and pop brokerage, the boutique style brokerage, or even a medium size uh, brokerage? Are there opportunities for them within our model? Uh, unquestionably, I, I think there are. And if you start to think about, uh, you know, we've talked, we've touched on some of them, right? When we talk about the cafe style model, we talk about being tied to a physical location, which means that if you can only draw 
uh, from a talent pool that's located within a 30 mile radius. If you can only serve consumers or build a team that can serve consumers within that area, uh, it really limits your ability to grow uh, without limit. And so I think the way in which we operate, and there's there's some features of the model that speak to this in particular, uh, brokerage owners, uh, you know, let's start with the folks who've been in the business for a long time. They love the business. They put their heart and soul into it. Uh, you know, sometimes it's great to them. Uh, sometimes it's not so great. And in, in challenging economic conditions in particular, it can be very hard to survive uh, and do well in this business. And so it's an opportunity for people who have credibility in the business. If they've uh, been on a committee, uh, if they've developed a network uh, across and outside of their marketplace, uh, what they can do then is leverage that and they can start to build an organization that really knows no boundaries, that not uh, drawn boundaries or, or geographic boundaries. We entered Hawaii in the last 12 months. And so we have agents uh, in Hawaii working with agents uh, on the mainland United States. Uh, and uh, there are opportunities for agents in Hawaii to build a team that has agents physically located in any one of the other uh, markets that we uh, happen to be in. But then there's this other piece too, which is that uh, you know, for a brokerage owner, there are going to be things that you like to do and things that you don't like to do. Uh, you may you may love balancing a trust account. You may think it's the greatest thing in the world every month to reconcile the trust account, make sure that deposits add up and everything's as it should be. You may think that's fantastic, but you may not. Uh, you may love the fact uh, that you've got to be the person who solely single handedly decides what systems you want to invest in. Uh, what programs you should invest in, what is going to most impact, most favorably impact your agents and, and hope that you're right. You may love doing that, but then again, you may not feel as if you're best suited to that. You may like to have some assistance with it. You may have, you know, want to have a team of people that are evaluating uh, platforms and systems that uh, uh, might be the uh, best used. Uh, you may love uh, bringing on somebody, putting them under your wing, teaching them everything you know, seeing them rise from new licensee status to great success, become one of the top agents in the marketplace, and then walk in one day and discover that they've gone to another brokerage down the street. You may think that's great, right? But you may not. And so I think our model has uh, a number of different features that uh, really increase retention, certainly help an agent uh, build their business, but also importantly, puts the agent in the shoes of the brokerage owner, because now the agent, not just the brokerage owner, the agent can go out, they can build the team across boundaries. Uh, they can effectively uh, you know, do those things that the, that the owner does, but they don't have to review the files. They don't have to balance the trust accounts. They don't have to go and sign leases, and they don't even have to go and get a managing broker's license in other states if they want to build their team uh, into those markets. So uh, I'm not sure if that answered it, but uh, I think the opportunities are profound. And I'll tell you, we had uh, Ian Marshall, who's our managing broker in the state of Georgia, uh, joined us as an independent broker uh, with 17 agents back in October of 2013. Uh, today, he's well over 100 in his local marketplace, but his team now consists of highly productive entrepreneurial members who are located in Texas. They're located in Florida. They're located in Tennessee. And as Ian continues to grow, uh, he will have people in his organization who are located everywhere. Uh, and he's going to realize some uh, economic benefits, some significant economic benefit uh, as a result of that growth and that opportunity to scale. You know, I had uh, you had mentioned Hawaii and one of the things and I just asked the question for those of you uh, who are here with us live right now. Um, what was the one compelling reason why you saw the model or you joined DXP? And the one thing you mentioned about Hawaii that I'm excited to share is um, uh, when I talked to our compliance and state broker there, his, his main reason was uh, I was able to lower my cost of operation and my overhead and my in, uh, increase in resources was more than quadrupled. And so, um, I, you know, I, I do think there's a lot of opportunity for the small boutique brokerage that uh, 
uh, is looking for something uh, unique and special. And the other thing that we haven't really talked about, and I wanted to just touch on this if you don't mind, Jason, is we have a lot of um, tools and services and support systems. What do you want to share with our audience today that you believe uh, what tools and services we're offering to help agents and brokers be more successful at their business? Okay, so one more thing on the brokerage owner, right? EXP, remember back in 2007, 2008, this model was conceived of by Glenn. It was created uh, during challenging economic conditions, during a time where, you know, 5% profitability, 3% profitability, maybe profitability at all was completely elusive for the brokerage owner. And there's a lot of discussion. There's always discussion, but there, there happens to be a fair amount of discussion about you know when the shoe's going to drop when when is the next downturn in the market and we don't wish for that certainly but we do think that you know when that happens we are well positioned not only to continue to grow and to continue to draw in good people but to really uh, extend an opportunity for good people to stay in the business who otherwise uh, might be forced out of it uh, due to economic conditions so uh, tools and systems uh, we'll, we'll touch upon a few um, and I think most notably, let's start with conversion. And uh, this has been a, a great, great uh, product for our agents. They've loved it. We've had agents who have joined us uh, primarily because of it. If we look at a gentleman who joined us in Arizona within the last couple of months, uh, built a team uh, from zero to 22 members in a, in a limited period of time, six months, I believe, he's generated more than 16,000 leads using the platform. Uh, and he's, his team is closing uh, transactions at a rate of about one per day uh, on average. And so you start to think about that. You say, what is it uh, that's driving that success? What is it that makes that type of rapid uh, growth possible? And uh, we can tell you that a lot of it is uh, conversion. And so imagine if you're an agent, you're out there, you've identified something that really is working well for you. And then you see a brokerage and you say to yourself, geez, uh, this is the same exact system to which I attribute much of my own success. Uh, it seems like there's a real synergy there. So conversion is one of them. It's a pay-per-click website, CRM, IDX, all built into one. It's got 24-7 chat assistance. It's got a great dashboard. Uh, you can build in predictive email campaigns. So if a consumer lands on your website, and visits the same property four or five times, you can actually set it up so that they're going to get uh, a message from you that uh, acknowledges their interest in that particular property and ask them if you can provide uh, any additional assistance or answer any questions on it. So conversion has been phenomenal. And uh, I think it's important to note too, and the number seems to keep going up. I, you hear different numbers, but I know at minimum uh, out in the open marketplace, conversion uh, will run about $400 to set up. I've, I've heard numbers as high as uh, seven or eight or thousand dollars to set up. Uh, and then about $400 per month thereafter, everybody at EXP Realty gets that for free. So it's a huge benefit uh, to our agents. It's great infrastructure for building your business and uh, folks are just loving it. Um, in addition, uh, Skyslope. And Skyslope is a great example where we really listen to our agents uh, because they wanted a, a transaction management platform that uh, was uh, enabled them to be paperless, but had a modern interface and allowed things to happen uh, fairly seamlessly. So in addition to managing transactions and the basics of that, uh, agents can go in, if they go out on their listing appointment, they get uh, 50 pieces of paper all piled into one. Uh, rather than separate them and do separate scans, they can put it all in at one time, and then they can break it apart uh, within the system and fill in a checklist. And the checklist is gonna say, here, here are the documents, here are the 14 items that you need in order to close a transaction and fill in the blank in terms of your marketplace. Uh, and so they can fill that in. You can also text into the file. You can email into the file. You can fax into the file. You can sign digitally. Uh, so it's a great product. Our, our agents love it. Uh, real satisfied. Uh, typically out in the open marketplace has a, has a $99 per month uh, value. Um, 
we're giving that to all of our agents for free. And so now if they want to, they can go in and they can send out a survey to their consumer. They can learn where they've done well, where they might be able to improve. Uh, they can aggregate that data. They can take testimonials and propagate them if they'd like to. Uh, so that's another tool. Uh, breakthrough broker in terms of collateral, collateral materials. Uh, you, uh, you need flyers, you need postcards. Uh, whatever you might need, you can go into Breakthrough Broker and you can get it. You can even take your database in a CSV format, uh, upload it there, and uh, for a fee, Breakthrough Broker will send out a mailing on your behalf. Uh, so there are a number of different tools, a number of different systems. Uh, the Open House app, uh, you, there, I mean, we could go on and on, but uh, uh, I think there's, uh, there's a, a collective willingness among everybody in the organization to take a look at new things, to take a look at systems uh, that uh, are new to the market that, and really take a hard look and see, is this something that I could implement into my business uh, that will yield uh, results? And if so, uh, we're not afraid to try it. I like that. And one of the recent things I wanted to just throw a quick plug, a shameless little plug for myself, is uh, we can now provide uh, continuing education in all 50 states uh, right through our environment at a discounted price, which is exciting. Let's right. talk about the universal language in real estate, Jason. This is one of my favorite topics. I know you you chuckle when I mention this, but it really is the universal language. Um, I want to talk about lead generation, lead capture, lead cultivation. Our business evolves around leads, leads, and leads, and prospects, farming, target marketing, all that. Can you talk or just uh, address the Making It Rain program for folks listening? Sure, and and I think you know unquestionably leads are the lifeblood of the business, uh, and and I think there's always been a commitment uh, to online lead generation. It's taken different forms over the years, but given Glenn's background, uh, it's no surprise that from the very beginning we've had classes, hours and hours of instruction on how our agents can develop systems to generate online traffic organically and at little or no cost. All they have to do is put in the time and absorb the information as it's shared with them. And we've got some great examples of agents who've been very successful. Uh, in this regard. They've been on page one of Google organically. Uh, and then uh, the next iteration was the introduction of conversion. And so now the infrastructure is in place. The agent doesn't have to build the system or the technique. Uh, instead, they can leverage the system that's in place and they can go out, they can turn on uh, lead gen campaigns on the buy side and the sell side, leverage conversion, generate the leads uh, and move forward. Still though, there are gonna be a good number of agents who for whatever reason are gonna believe that their time is best spent uh, out of the classroom when it comes to lead generation techniques and away from conversion. They're not going to use the system uh, because their time is best spent with the consumer generating business in other ways and serving the needs of their clients. And so for them, I think uh, in the industry, a good number of people have turned to third party uh, data aggregators, third party portals, and they've signed up for lead subscription programs with lengthy contracts. And oftentimes they've got to share leads that come in uh, with uh, three or four other people in their zip code. And so really it's a, it's a race to the telephone. And if you look at the effective cost per lead, which Glenn did a year ago, right before we launched the program, uh, in some cases it goes up, you know, it's in the, the hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, the effective cost per lead. And I know you know this from your background, people who are spending tens of thousands of dollars a month in these lead subscriptions. Uh, and so, uh, again, given the company's background, given its strength in these areas, uh, we, we decided back in February of 2015 that we were going to uh, create a program whereby uh, our team would uh, run the lead generation campaigns on behalf of our agents. And so we're doing that now. Uh, agents can uh, get in for as little as $100 per month. Importantly, once a lead comes in, it's their lead. They don't have to compete with anybody else in the organization or anybody else uh, outside of the organization for that lead. Uh, 
it's, it's theirs. Uh, there's no, no race to the telephone. And we're not going to take an additional split. So uh, it's, a, it's a low cost of entry. Our agents are loving it. We've been able to get the effective cost per lead down to somewhere between $7 and $14 uh, per lead. And we've got some great success stories uh, in terms of return on investment uh, as a result of participation in the program. So it's a, it's a, it's a program I know that uh, Jeffrey Bittner is working very hard on continuing to grow it and refine it. And uh, we think it's going to be a real value uh, for our agents, both the ones who are with us today and the ones who join us tomorrow. Yeah, I've, I've heard some really good testimonials uh, from Patrick Keeler and others that have had a really good return on their investment for as little as, you know, whatever the, the base cost is. I think it was 100 bucks a month and he generated, you know, $16,000, $19,000 in commissions. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about more and more, uh, you know, as people are getting these leads and they're working, whether it's making it rain or wherever they're generating through social media, through their conversion site, through blogging, whatever. But I, I find even back with my title experience, Jason, that, you know, a lot of times I was offering my conference room, even my desk, uh, for agents that just wanted a place to go and, and a, a private spot to get out of the office. They felt like, you know, they were being um, maybe bothered and burdened by sitting in a real estate brokerage office. You know, agents are typically spending the majority of their time today in the seller's home trying to price the home right and get it listed or they're in a home that's listed for sale with a buyer trying to get a good offer written so that their buyer can get the house or they're probably in their own home trying to have a life. Uh, what would you suggest to somebody that says, well, maybe the title company's room is full, my lender's conference room isn't available, um, you know, Starbucks is noisy and busy and I just need a place to go get some work to, done, to do today. What would you recommend? And I know we offer something for all of our agents and brokers. Can you talk to that for just a moment? Yeah, we do. And I think part of adding value to the consumer experience, right, in the, in the new era of, of real estate is, is being where the consumer wants you to be, right, for that interface. And right. oftentimes it will be in their home, as you mentioned. Uh, for folks who do need an office, either to meet with somebody or just because they need a place to plug in, they're on the road, they need to stop, they need to, to you know, type a few things or produce some documentation, uh, they want to make a photocopy, they want to get a cup of coffee, they want to have a conversation, they want to make some calls without driving. Uh, everybody who joins the company gets access uh, to any business lounge uh, location at any Regis office center anywhere in the world. And I think there's several thousand, four or five thousand across the globe. Uh, and so when you join EXP, you get a card and you're able to go into any of those business lounges at no cost. You can plug in, you can meet with people. Uh, this is, I mean, and this is class A uh, office space and they're in the major metros uh, in the United States and the suburbs uh, and they're continuing to expand in terms of their location. But the lounges themselves are oftentimes empty. Uh, they have different configurations. Uh, but they're, they're great places to work, great places to plug in. And the card also gives you a discount to uh, day offices and conference rooms. Importantly, and I, I don't know that we anticipated this, uh, but uh, one of the benefits uh, that has uh, been recognized ever since uh, we introduced the program is that agents now, as opposed to going into a traditional office and sitting among people who are looking for the exact same thing that they're looking for, i.e. business leads, referrals, uh, in, instead of sitting among uh, other people who are in the business look for the same thing. Now they're immersing themselves in a Regis environment with uh, other people who have their own businesses. So they're engineers, they're architects, they're attorneys, they're accountants, and all of those people either uh, have needs of their own in the real estate space or they know people who do. And so it's become a really uh, abundant referral source for our agents. So, so it's almost uh, going from friendly competitor to farming culture, <laughs> prospecting environment. Right, right. 
well, we're doing great. I mean, you know, we got time. I, I want to throw out a couple more questions. Do you, do you have any, do you have time? Do you mind if I throw just a couple more questions at you? I got all the time in the world. Go right ahead. Oh, you're a good man. Thanks, Jason. Um, I, I want to dive into what I think a lot of people find interesting. In fact, I'm looking at the chat thread here and thank you everybody for participating and, and sharing your, uh, your comments here. This is, this is really valuable. I, I don't get to see this as often in the cloud, so I love what you folks are sharing. Uh, but I want to talk about the cost. I want to talk about setup fees, the financial structure, what, you know, the whole model of VXP when it comes down to being out uh, and selling homes and being a real estate professional in my uh, market, what is VXP's model? Right. And so this is, this is where we start to really get into uh, the technology, the cloud brokers. What is a cloud brokers? Well, in addition to everything else that we've talked about, the relationship building opportunities and networking and learning, uh, there are some benefits as a result of the cost savings that are realized uh, through the cloud brokers model. And so one of them is the split. Right? So everybody who joins EXP is going to be on an 80-20 split, which means they're going to keep 80% of the commission on every deal that they do uh, at minimum. And so uh, you know, they, they start at 80. They don't come in at 60 and work their way up to 80 or work their way up to 90 and then fall back to 60. Uh, it's an 80. It's a true 80. There's no royalty. There's no franchise fee. We're not a franchise model. There's no desk fee. We don't have any desks. Uh, so it's 80-20. And then uh, our cap, uh, the amount uh, at which you then go to 100% is 16000 in company commission dollars, which uh, on an 80-20 model translates into 80000 uh, in gross commission income. At that point, once achieved, uh, the agent goes to 100% uh, less a cap status transaction fee that kicks in at that point. You see that $250 uh, fee there on the slide. That only applies once you've capped and it uh, applies to the first 20 deals post cap. Uh, and then that fee gets reduced to $75. And there's some rationale behind that fee. Uh, and it ties into our Icon Agent program, which I'm not sure we'll discuss or not, but we certainly can. Uh, in addition to that, on each transaction, there's a $25 broker review fee to review the file for compliance, uh, $30 for errors and omissions. Uh, that's capped at $500 per year, so you won't pay more than $500 in insurance. Uh, in California, it's a little bit higher where you are, uh, Brad. Uh, and uh, so those that's the, the split and fee structure on the transaction. Uh, to join the company, uh, the barrier to entry is pretty low. It's a $99 startup fee, and that has two components. $49 of that is going to get you business cards and folders. Uh, $50 is going to be your first monthly technology fee. So there's a $50 monthly technology fee uh, that our agents pay each month. But you start to think about that in terms of what are you getting in return? What are you getting uh, in terms of value in exchange for that $50 per month? And we've talked about some of these things already. Uh, but conversion alone, right, is a $400 uh, monthly value, so that's included. Access to all of the Regis locations, that's included. Real satisfied, $99 value, uh, that's included. Uh, Skyslope, that's included. All of the tools are included. Uh, and uh, in addition, we've got other uh, tools as well that are included in that. It will help agency. I, I forgot to mention, every agent uh, gets a WordPress website as well, in addition to their own conversion uh, lead gen website. And that WordPress website is theirs. Uh, they get the URL, we'll host it, we'll help them design it, we'll help them choose a theme. But the purpose of that is really to recognize that the agent brand, again, this all comes back to agent ownership and the agents are the most valuable asset in the brokerage. Their brand is the brand that carries the day. We want to help them augment it. We want to help them build it. We want to help them turn it into an asset uh, that has real value. So they're going to get a WordPress website as well. Uh, uh, in addition, there's one other fee there I think I failed to mention, and that is on the first transaction of each year, uh, there's a $420 EXP university tuition that gets deducted prior to the split, so the company pays 20% of that. 
Uh, and that really allows us to continue to build out our curricula, uh, bring in guest speakers, uh, and continue to provide professional development opportunities. Love it. Good stuff. Let's see, am I still sharing the slide? <laughs> no, I'm sharing me. Okay, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, one of the things that uh, is very unique about the model, and I remember this is not so much about the model, but it's one of the features of the model, is we offer something really unique that no other brokerage, I believe, offers at this time, and that's revenue share. Would you be willing to talk to about, about that a little bit, Jason? Well, we're not the only brokerage that offers it, but I think we, you know, unless I'm mistaken, ours is probably the most aggressive form of it, uh, for sure. And I, to me, this is the classic, you know, the very best example of using technology to create opportunity that you otherwise couldn't create. If our expense burden uh, was uh, similar to what a traditional uh, brokerage or traditional office uh, had, this wouldn't be possible. But uh, we do have a revenue sharing program. Uh, it's, uh, it's by no means uh, the center point of the model, but it, it happens to be one of the uh, ancillary benefits of uh, approaching the business in the way that we do. And it's one that has uh, some great appeal to uh, people who are within the organization. Uh, but uh, let's, let's go through a little bit. And I'm glad you got the chart. I'm going to start at the center column. Uh, it says uh, active personally recruited agents, uh, FLQR, frontline qualifying recruits. And I like to explain this chart. Uh, by rephrasing it as a question. And so the question would be, how many people do I need to introduce directly into the company in order to qualify for what we'll call exponential share? And if you look to the column immediately right of center, you'll see the exponential share there, 3.5%, uh, 3.8%, 2.4, 1.4, all the way down to 4.5. These are percentages effectively of gross commission income. Uh, if we take exponential share, we can contrast it with the smaller set of numbers, uh, expansion share immediately left of center, see 0 0.2, 0 0.1, 0 0.1, 0 0.1, 0 0.5, 0.5, 1.5% uh, in the aggregate, smaller set of numbers, but again, uh, percentages of gross commission income. So back to our question, how many people do I need to introduce directly in order to qualify for the larger set exponential share? And the answer is uh, just one. It's been one uh, since I joined back in 2010, it's one today. And uh, imagine it'll be one for uh, tomorrow and, and into the uh, in infinite future. And so we take a look at that. What does that mean? That means that if I introduce you, Brad, if I were to introduce you uh, and you were to go out and do a transaction that yielded a $10,000 gross commission, just for sake of round numbers and simplicity on the, on the calculation, uh, it means that I, as your sponsor, uh, would uh, realize uh, or receive three and a half percent of that gross commission income. So $350. And I'm going to get that three and a half percent every time you close a transaction, Brad, until you cap. Once you cap, then we suspend revenue sharing off of your production uh, until you uh, until your anniversary date. So I'm going to get that every time you cap. And I'm not going to just get that for, for, for you. I'm going to get that from every single person that I introduce directly. So I could bring in 500 people directly. I'm going to get three and a half percent of the gross commission income off of their production each year until they cap. Now, let's say, though, that I've just introduced you, nobody else. And uh, and you go ahead and you introduce uh, Larry and uh, Larry goes out and does a transaction. Uh, you're going to get that three and a half percent, but I'm going to get expansion share because that second level production uh, that Larry just uh, is at there, and I'm going to get 0.2% expansion share, 2.2% of the gross commission income off of Larry's trans transaction, as well as anybody else that you might introduce. Unless, in addition to introducing you, Brad, I've now introduced uh, Sally, Bob, Mary, Tom. So now, back to our question, if we look at the second level, uh, I've now introduced five or more people directly, which means when Larry goes out and does that transaction, uh, or anybody else at my second level, I'm going to get that expansion share. I'm going to get the 0.2%, but now I'm also going to get the exponential share of 3.8%. Uh, 
uh, for a total of 4%. So Larry's uh, deal yields a $10,000 gross commission. I'm going to get $400, and that's going to be true every time that Larry does a transaction at 4% until he caps or until anybody else at my second-level production uh, caps. And so that's really how the chart breaks down. Uh, the wonderful thing about it is that uh, you get paid more uh, off of second-level production uh, than you do off of first-level production, which means that you want nothing more uh, to see uh, the folks that you bring into the company succeed and, and allow them to build their organization and you're willing to support them in that effort. But if we follow it down, you can see uh, there is uh, an opportunity to uh, generate and, and realize a full 5% of gross commission income off of production done at the seventh level. And so we start to envision an organization, again, no boundaries, right? You can bring in good people wherever we might be located and wherever they might be located, uh, if it's a good fit culturally and, and if there's alignment in terms of what the opportunity is and, and their ability to leverage it. Uh, and so now you have people, uh, wherever wherever they might be located, you're getting production off of that. And uh, I think we've got some, uh, some examples here of how the numbers play out. And we've, uh, we do have a chart somewhere with some hold. There it is. Okay, so uh, some of these are these are capper numbers, right? So what, what is what is the value of somebody I bring in directly, uh, and who ends up capping for the year? What's the dollar value? I mean, there's there are plenty of ways to measure value, but what is the dollar value of somebody that I bring into into the organization directly who caps? And it's uh, it turns out to be about twenty eight hundred dollars uh, per capper. So uh, you, you bring in a capper, it's going to be worth twenty eight hundred dollars uh, per year to you. Um, as a result of that production, and you can follow this chart if you're watching all the way down, and you can see that the numbers uh, vary uh, through each level. But uh, if we go through a couple of examples, uh, if you want to get to, there we go. Okay, so uh, we have a calculator that people can go to. They can go to join.exprealty.com, and there are some calculators in the upper right-hand corner, and one of them is our revenue share calculator. Uh, you can put in assumptions that are as aggressive or as conservative as you'd like. You can see we've put some in here. Uh, the revenue estimates up top. Uh, what we're saying is that on average, the people in our rusher organization are going to uh, close 12 transactions per year. Uh, the average value or price of each of those transactions is $250,000. That's the conveyance price. And the average commission is 2.5%. Now, we know some agents are going to go out, they're going to sell 50 homes. Uh, we know some agents are going to go out and sell seven-figure homes, and some people are going to sell tracts of land for $50,000. And we know sometimes an agent might uh, realize 5%, 4%, 6%, 1%, uh, whatever it might be. These numbers are going to vary. So these are just averages. And now we go below and we say, how many people am I introducing directly uh, in this uh, calculation? And we're going to say that we've introduced 10 people directly. Now that could take a week. It could take a month. It could take five years. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but And then we're going to say that on average, those folks are bringing in two people each. Uh, and so then we're saying that in turn, each of those folks are bringing in two people. So as a result of that, each of those people, 12 transactions, $250,000 each, 2.5%, uh, that's going to yield uh, $161,250 on an annual basis if the production numbers uh, and the estimates stay the same and the organization uh, stays just as it is. Uh, so that's one example. And I think the next one we're going to go through very, very quickly because the numbers are quite large. Uh, they're realistic, they're accurate, but uh, they're also very, very large. But here we just up the numbers a little bit. Instead of introducing 10 people directly, you brought in 20. Each of those uh, will introduce five uh, for 100, and then each of those will introduce five as well. All uh, same revenue estimates up above, and you can see that that's into the seven figures now. And uh, I can tell you today, Brad, we've got people, even with just uh, over 1,000 agents, we've got people who are earning uh, you know, they're earning uh, dollars on a monthly basis that are all over the place. Uh, you know, it could be $40, could be $100, could be uh, $200, but we've also got a good number of people who are earning thousands of dollars each month 
uh, through the revenue sharing program. We've got some people who are in the five figures monthly in the revenue sharing program. And as we go forward, as we continue to grow, as we continue to deliver opportunity to agents who want to build their business and be entrepreneurial and remain relevant in the industry, uh, we really believe that there are going to be a large number of folks in the organization who are building a business. And a component of that is going to be a recurring annual income stream uh, that's in the six figures and in some cases uh, in the seven figures as well. That was an awesome explanation. Thank you, Jason. And the last question I have for you, because we got just about 10 minutes left to, to wrap up the hour. Um, how has the net promoter score helped our, our company? Has that helped EXP's uh, model? Well, I know I don't want to I don't want to have us go over time, but I just want to talk for a second about the equity the equity programs as well too, because we started at the beginning. We talked about ownership and we talked about the impact uh, that that has on the organization. In spirit, you know, every agent has a voice, and that ties into net promoter. Uh, but but let's talk about the ways in which agents can earn shares uh, in the company, right? Um, Sorry so, about that. I forgot. No, to that's that. okay. So it's okay. So so right now. Uh, when you know, just by doing things that, that good agents are going to do in the business anyway, they're going to become owners of the EXP. So you come to the company, you close your first transaction, you're going to get 100 shares of stock. Uh, if you cap, if you hit that 80,000 in GCI, uh, 16,000 company commission dollar, you're going to get 750 shares of stock. Uh, and if you attract somebody else who comes in, once they close their first transaction, you're going to get 750 shares of stock. A couple of things that are important. One is that all three of those awards are subject to a three-year vesting period, which means you need to remain with the company for three years in good standing. And in the case of the agent attraction award, the 750 shares for bringing somebody on board, both you and the person you introduce need to remain with the, with the company for three years. The other piece is that uh, the number of shares that are associated with those achievements is going to decline in accordance with the schedule that we've made available to all of our agents that they can see, that they can anticipate, and they know how we're growing. They see it every week as new people come, and so they know when those uh, schedule reductions are going to come. Uh, but let's think about it for a second. A year ago, I, I talked about the annual report today. I think the stock closed at about 90 cents. A year ago, we were at 17 cents. And so if we uh, issued an award a year ago uh, for 1,000 shares for somebody, uh, at 17 cents, that's going to be worth less uh, in terms of monetary value than giving somebody 750 shares today at 90 cents. And so I think uh, the way we're doing it uh, really recognizes the efforts and the contributions of all of those people who have been with us now and who have gotten us to where we are today. But at the same time, it preserves uh, an opportunity that's of equal or greater value for folks uh, who are going to join us in the future. Yeah, I know uh, a lot of agents and brokers are building their ownership interests uh, in, in EXP through earning shares. Uh, not to mention anybody can just go to, you know, uh, E-Trade or right. any sites out there and, and right. it's publicly traded so people can just yeah. stock. That's, EXPI is the symbol there. That, that's correct. And, and the other thing is, I mentioned earlier that we're not a franchise. Uh, that's important too, because a lot of people join us from franchise models. And so they're accustomed to paying 5%, 6%, 7% in a royalty. They're not exactly sure what they're getting for it, but they know it's going somewhere and it's not really going to them. And it's, it's become so uh, such a commonly accepted practice that I don't even know if, it, if people even think about it anymore. We throw out split numbers and, and we talk about them as if there's no royalty that comes in after that. But the, the truth is there oftentimes is. But we're not a franchise model, so there is no royalty. There's no franchise fee. And so instead, uh, what we launched last year uh, is uh, a stock compensation program where agents, if they want to, it's purely elective, they can choose to receive 5% of their commission dollars on every transaction in the form of company stock at a 20% discount to market. Uh, so that's another way in which agents uh, can build their ownership interest. And then we've got this icon agent program, 
Uh, and uh, without going into great detail on how it works, I can tell you that uh, uh, it's really geared to those agents, and we all know who they are. They're, they're in our neighborhoods. They're the authority. They're the respected person in the business. They're also pleasant to work with. Uh, they're forward thinking. And uh, if they come to EXP and they're a good cultural fit, they're willing to give back to the company, they're willing to promote the company. By give back, I mean they might teach a class uh, one hour a month. They might serve on a committee. Uh, lend a hand, you know, in a number of different ways, uh, leveraging the expertise that's unique to them that they bring to the table. Uh, and then if they cap plus hit those uh, 20 transactions so that the cap status transaction fee equals $5,000, they've then achieved icon status. And that means that we as a company are going to give them back their entire cap, uh, $16,000 in company stock, uh, again, subject to a three-year vest, although $4,000 of that will vest immediately, uh, the remaining 12000 investing on the third anniversary uh, in which the production occurred. But the impact on a particular agent's total company dollar when you factor in all fees, transaction review, uh, tuition, E&O, uh, the $16,000, uh, it reduces it to a very, very low number. But more importantly, it really helps the icons develop an ownership interest in the company. And in turn, uh, they're going to help bring other good people as well. Yeah, and reflecting back on the the previous conversation about the revenue share model and the 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 um, you know publicly traded stock and the and the stock awards within the company, I'm even reading over here in the chat session people talking about uh, exit strategy and retirement plans and and that is a that is a big piece of of what's being offered and I think that uh, a lot of people see that and haven't really sat back like you mentioned before in previous sessions that uh, you know there's a lot that goes into um, that process and, and retirement and just making ends meet. And so I think uh, having the ability to expand that financial portfolio within our model is really important. I do want to talk about the benefits of the net promoter score because I know it's been very beneficial to us as a company uh, and you've had some personal experiences. Can you talk to that just for a moment? Well, again, you know, Glenn, Glenn came in last year, right, right when you joined and introduced Net Promoter to us as an organization. He encouraged us to read a book called The Ultimate Question 2.0. And it really has been life changing to me, partly because the one of the reasons I love it is because I can actually understand it. Unlike a lot of, you know, qualitative and quantitative tools and, and metrics, I sort of scratch my head and, you know, can't digest the data. This is very, very easy, but it's so powerful. And, uh, to, you know, it, it really is an extension of a, a commitment from the very beginning to make sure that we were soliciting ideas and feedback, uh, any concerns that our agents had, making sure that no matter how big we are or how big we get, uh, that we're always listening to our agents, that their voices are always heard. And so we've, we've done that in a number of different ways, whether through XCAMP and, and different introduction of different ideas, through one-on-one -on -one consultations, through state meetings, uh, uh, and meetings with managers and managing brokers. Uh, you know, we've always wanted that feedback. And, and truly, the very best ideas that we've had as a company uh, have been the ones that our agents and brokers have introduced to us, and we've implemented them. Mm -hmm. um, so a uh, net promoter is just a formal mechanism of that. Uh, and so every quarter, and I expect that going forward, we'll begin to introduce it uh, at different parts of the agent's life cycle, whether it's at onboarding or at the close of each transaction or at the end of a class. I know you've started introducing this in some of the sessions that you're doing on campus. But every quarter, we send a survey to everybody in the organization and we say, on a scale of zero to 10, how likely are you to recommend EXP Realty to somebody else in the industry? And if they're at eight, nine, or 10, they're a promoter. Uh, and you know, then the only other question that's in the survey is, what can we do? What, what, it, what would it take 
uh, to get you to be a promoter. You know, what could we do better? How can we improve? And the ideas that come forward, uh, they're, they're, they're great for us to get, great for us to realize. And, and sometimes they're things that we ought to understand first, but we don't recognize it until the agent says something. Uh, the stock compensation program that I just talked about, uh, when we announced it, uh, everybody was excited about it. We were thrilled to make it available to our agents. Uh, and uh, the next thing you know, somebody came in an MPS and said, you know, I've been participating in this program for a couple of months now, but I have no idea how many shares I have. Can you let me know? And uh, at, at that point, I mean, it became obvious, right? Why wouldn't you want to know how many shares you have through the uh, stock compensation program? And so our WTM guys, Kurt Johnson, went out and he built a dashboard in response. Uh, but, but the whole point of this is that uh, it really is net promoter is all about making sure that your customer's experience is delightful as it can possibly be. Uh, in eXp, we make, uh, there's, there's not even a debate about it. The customer is our agent and our broker. Uh, they're the people that we serve so that they can go out and best represent the interests of their consumer clients. Uh, so they're our customer. And uh, the nice thing about it is that uh, unlike a lot of public companies, our customer also happens to be our shareholder. So there's no divergence of interest there. And there's every reason in the world for us to want to hear what they have to say uh, and to take it very, very seriously. And so that is our single, uh, singular mission uh, corporately, is to make sure that our agents have the very best experience that they can possibly have. And we believe that if we focus on that to the exclusion of everything else, uh, if we need to, then everything else will fall into place. We'll grow in the way that we want to, we'll attract the people we want to attract, and we'll have a culture, no matter how big we get, that really is focused on collaboration, sharing, and working together to build the best brokers that we can. I think you're well on track for that. And uh, I'm proud and excited and humbled to be part of this company. And so I want to say thank you for spending time with me today, Jason, with all of our guests. Uh, for those that invited somebody to this hangout, uh, if they're interested in finding out more about eXp, we've got agents and brokers on the, on the, the hangout with us today. Uh, what would you recommend for them to do if they want to get more information uh, apply or just ask some questions. Yeah, so if, if, if you're here as a guest and uh, you're interested at all uh, after this, if, I mean, if you're running for the hills, I understand that too, but if you're here and you're interested in learning more, reach out to the person that invited you here, talk to them, they'll set you up with, with exactly the steps you need to take to apply or to be considered uh, to be part of the company and they'll get you an introduction to the managing broker as well. But do reach out to them. Uh, if you're on the call and you're part of the company and invited somebody to this and they're here, reach out to them. Uh, really, this is this is all about just making sure that uh, folks have a, a different outlet and opportunity to introduce the model to people so that they can learn a little bit more. And uh, we're happy to uh, connect anybody as well. Uh, in addition, generally, if you just happen to stumble upon this, you can go to join.exprealty.com where you can get more information. And if you're interested in joining us, we'll connect you with the managing broker in your market area. Awesome. Jason, thank you so much. We, uh, we actually I think this may be the first time we've concluded in uh, with a minute to spare. And so uh, uh, thank you so much. I mean, it's always a pleasure doing these with you. I, I really uh, enjoy doing them. And I'm hoping that the people that were able to join us today enjoyed the session, are able to use this and invite people into future sessions. Uh, we can talk about doing some more of these later if you're open to that. But most importantly, I just want to say thank you. I know how busy you are uh, building and growing this company. And I get uh, the pleasure of witnessing you do this alongside with Glenn and, and the rest of the leadership team. Uh, it really is exciting to watch the company grow. And I'm hoping that this brings some more to the industry and to the table for people to uh, investigate and do their due diligence and look into the model and see if this is right for them. If it's not, then, then that's okay too. Uh, but if it is, and when the time comes right, um, that they'll look at this and say, maybe this is, is where I need to call 
uh, home for the rest of my days in the business. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you, Jason. I love you, man. All right. Thank you, Brad. And uh, thanks to everybody who participated. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you back next time. Have a great day and get out there and help people buy and sell that American dream. Thanks so much.